Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the legendary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be here to help you be the best version of you that you can be. I'm glad you're here, so let's get to it. It's Johnny King. This is The Johnny King Show. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I'm not going to talk about anything serious. I'm just going to tell a story. <laughs> and I, it's, it was a great story for me. And it might be really boring to you. But uh, during one of my previous episodes, I sat down over the holiday season, Christmas and New Year's, with my older bro. Um, and we were always getting into... Uh, shenanigans together. I was always attempting to to keep up with him um, as my big older brother and kind of more of a father figure. I was, you know, always looking up to him. We were always playing sports. We were always doing... I just was very trusting. <laughs> Too trusting. And the more stories you hear about the stuff that we get into, there's a common pattern where he says jump and I say how high. And so this is another story of said, uh, <laughs> you jump and I'll do it. So this was, um, this was I think, shortly before he was married. Uh, he was engaged and uh, I know we were just hanging out. We decided to, to rent a movie. And um, for all of you millennials who are listening, there used to be these places where they had uh, not like Netflix, but like actual tangible movies uh, called Blockbuster and Hollywood video. And so we're on our way to go grab uh, grab a movie <clears throat> at the local Blockbuster. We pick up, uh, I think we picked up Ali or something like that. doesn't really matter. Uh, but I remember uh, we were excited to get home. And we're driving home. And I'm driving my car, which is like an SUV. It was a Honda Passport. Uh, four-wheel drive, kind of used vehicle and I'm cruising down the road when two kids pop out into the middle of the street and this is mind you around like 11:30 or 12 like I think Blockbuster would close at midnight or whatever but anyways it was pretty late and so two kids like teenagers step out into uh into the street and I'm thinking I am shoot I'm either a senior in high school or freshman in college. I think I'm actually a freshman in college. Yeah, because my brother was about to get married and he was out of school. So I was a freshman in college. I'm 19. <clears throat> my bro's 23. And uh, these kids, I'm like, what the hell? So I'm starting to slow down a little bit. <clears throat> They're decently far off. And as, as we get closer, I mean, this is all happens pretty quickly. I see one of the kids wind up and as he starts to wind up, I just floor it right out of them thinking that like maybe I'll scare them to like <laughs> not throw whatever they're about to throw. <clears throat> but the kid launches an egg and he perfectly nails my windshield like right in front of, you know, right in front of where I'm driving, right? And so as I keep accelerating, they move out of the way and they go scrambling off into the darkness and my brother and I are both probably, you know, actually like, you know, yelling our curse words. And I'm attempting to use the the windshield wipers, which is only making it worse. I'm just like creating scrambled eggs all over my windshield. 
And my brother's like, turn around, turn around, turn around, go back after him. And I, I can't see a whole lot, so, but I spin around and I'm flying back down the, the road. <clears throat> and my brother's like, turn in, turn in, turn in. Go after him, go after him. And I, what I, again, he tells me how high, you know, jump and I say how high. What I think he knows or realizes, which he didn't, was that this was a gated community, right? Um, I know it's a gated community, but he doesn't except that I think he does. So when he says turn, I'm like, (laughs) all right. Now, my brother and I started hanging out, you know, when I was, well, obviously from the, from the get go, but three years, three years old, four years old. Some of my first memories were eating popcorn together, watching, it would be like Dukes of Hazzard. And then it was like Knight Rider. And then they'd put us, they put me to sleep. And then my parents would watch like Dallas or whatever it was on back in the 80s, right? So we would love both Knight Rider and Dukes of Hazard. And little did I know, that was foreshadowing to my Dukes of Hazard moment I was just about to have uh, with him. And so why that is is because <clears throat> right before you get to the entrance to the subdivision where the gate is closed, they have a really long berm. And a berm is just like... It's probably like waist high mound of dirt that kind of just separates, you know, the the public road to these people's lawn, right? And this berm had several evergreen trees planted on it. So when my brother said turn, I turned and I punched it. I hit this berm going pretty fast, right? I just remember if you've ever experienced uh, a moment like when you're in an accident and like time slows down to slow motion (laughs) in this regard, I hit this berm and we launched into the air. And I just remember it was a slow motion moment. I remember hearing the wheels and like the acceleration, like I never put my, took my foot off the acceleration. The wheels were all spinning. They're like, we are flying through the air and we're both like, whoa, you know, the very ball should have been a, Yeehaw! As we're flying through the air, slam the you know the front of this uh, SUV into this person's yard, and again I just peel through their yard, right, tearing up their entire yard. Not once putting my foot on the brake, and these kids, of course, now know that like I can only imagine what they must have been thinking because they were probably like high fiving, like yeah, yeah, awesome, and then this car to come flying through the air <laughs> after them. They must have shit their pants as they're running. So now we're chasing them, right? They're all sprinting down the down towards the cul-de-sac. And this car is like kind of fishtailing through this person's yard. <laughs> and my brother's like, get him, get him, get him. And I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to kick their asses or something. And so <clears throat> I get onto the road and peel down. And they all uh, just barely kind of like disappeared off into the night. My brother jumps out and he's like, you motherfuckers, blah, 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 you know just swearing left and right and just going off when lights start to turn on in some of these people's, you know, houses and yards. And I was like, "Ah, Pete, hey, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. He's like, all right, yeah, shit. So we jump in the car and we spin around the cul-de-sac and we come back and we kind of realize, oh shit, the, the gate, there's a gate. So I'm like, well, naturally, let's just go back the way we came, right? Let's just, let's just do that. We'll, we'll be back out. We'll be on our way. And no one will, will know the difference uh, except that I just left tire marks all the way through this person's yard. So <clears throat> the challenge was is that the, like the, 
the level of the lawn was lower than the level of the ground where we came from on the other side by the road, right? So that was, you know, mishap number one. Mishap number two is that I had hit it on an angle when I went over it the first time, the berm, and that helped in some way. I don't know. I'm not a mathematician. But ultimately, when I come back, I'm going slower. I'm going straight on. I'm going, you know, we're at a, the, the berm is even higher from this side of the berm. I hit this thing relatively fast, you know, relatively hard. I pop the entire car up into like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a wheelie, right? So we, all of a sudden, all we're doing is looking up at the, at the night sky and then wham, it lands. And what do you know? I am fucking teeter-tottering this car. All Again, we hear the same noise of all four tires going, wee, and yet we're going nowhere. I have perfectly placed this car uh, like on the center axle with the berm just kind of propping us up. All four wheels are off the ground. And <laughs> I finally stopped spinning the wheels, and I just kind of slowly turned on my brother, and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so we get out of the car and sure enough like the back wheels the front wheels were probably four feet off the ground okay the last the, the back wheels are probably like six inches or maybe even less but they're all off the ground so we're like damn it we got to do something like so we start we find a bunch of these big rocks. We're, we're shoving them underneath the back tires. We're trying to get some type of grip, you know. I, I think because I'm, you know, I'm relatively fit, right? I'm going to go, I get underneath the front of the car and I'm going to squat the, the weight of the engine and the car and, and push it up so that, you know, the wheels drop in the back and he's going to reverse the car out. That was my thought. But we didn't get very far because there was like the the heat shield underneath there, which only just burned my back, right? So now I've got like a, a third degree burn on my back. I'm also wearing a wife beater, which was super cool at the time. And I had cut off, you know, khaki shorts, like a good little preppy 19 year old that I was. And I was in uh, flip flops, right? So I kind of look like a thug in some respects. So <clears throat> we attempted that, we attempted other things. And Pete's like, we got to figure this out, like, in the next five minutes. Otherwise, the cops going to be here. Well, five minutes flew by. And what do you know? <laughs> a, a cop pulls up. And uh, thankfully, we got the nicest cop in the whole area. He was the first one on the scene. Pete and I were like, okay, what are, what's our story, right? Okay, we got the same story. <laughs> Which I don't know why we decide to have any type of story because it's not like we were necessarily guilty other than being complete dumbasses. Um, but it's not like we were drinking or high or anything. We, we both went to a school <clears throat> where there was no drugs, you know, no drinking, no sex. It was just very like <laughs> very Christian. Let's just say that. And so that cop gets out. He kind of separates us and not to mention you could smell all around there. You could smell pot. Right, so the kids have been smoking pot. There was an egg, like an empty egg carton, which was all good evidence. There's obviously egg on my windshield. Um, we tell the cop the same story, but I look like I'm not. I had like jacked a finger somehow with some of the rocks, so I was bloody. I had blood on my wife beater. I had a burn on my back. I just looked disheveled. Right, 
I was pissed. I was ready for a fight. My brother was ready for a fight as well. And so ultimately, we have other cops showing up. They're laughing at us outside of their (laughs) their car windows as they're pulling up like, oh my God, this is probably the most exciting thing that that they had ever seen uh, in a couple of weeks there in quiet little West County, St. Louis, Missouri. Well, next thing you know is the people whose yard we just tore up, they're awake and they just happen to be African-American. The the husband was was totally cool. It's like, no, we're not going to press charges. We get it. But the mom was pissed. She thought for sure that we had vandalized their yard because we were two white racist boys who hated her son, which, gosh, you know, I we didn't know who she was, nor did we go to the, her son's school. So that kind of, that story kind of, you know, dissipated pretty quickly because we're like, no, we don't No, This is what happened. And you could smell the pot and like, it made sense. <clears throat> All of our story made sense. So next thing you know, the, uh, the police, they call the, uh, what do you call it? The tow truck. The tow truck shows up. Tow truck connects the front of my car to the tow truck, starts to pull the car, but the car is not budging. What it does is actually start to hop the, the tow truck that's perpendicular to my car, starts swinging the backside of the tow truck to be in line with my car because it's uh, – so he ends up – oh, he's like, oh, this is great. He like loves a freaking challenge. So now he's putting down the – the kind of the side arms on either like you know there's these things extend down and like give the the car the tow truck even more um you know i guess what do you call it security or uh (laughs) stability there you go so then he he ultimately pulls my car but he pulls my car essentially straight through the berm so now there is a massive hole (laughs) massive amount of dirt and my car is like, oh gosh, my brother and I are like this, we're going to get in so much trouble for this. We're going to like have to pay so much money for this. Like, oh my God. So <clears throat> we get the car free. Car's still working. Great. The, the tow truck's like, hey, just meet me down here at the, the Wendy's parking lot and we'll get you guys, you know, situated and paid up and all this stuff. I'm like, oh gosh. Okay. So the police officers end up giving all our information to the people in the home and we get their info and I'm like, hey, listen, I'll be, I'll be happy to come back and do whatever landscaping needs to be done. I'm so sorry. You know, we were very apologetic. <clears throat> we get down to the Wendy's and uh, <laughs> we give, we had, we had like the, the gold or the platinum AAA card or I don't know what it was. And so the tow truck was like, huh, yeah, you're good. We're like, what? Yeah, no, you're good. We're like, do we? Need to pay you anything? No, no, no. You guys are platinum. Good. Thank you so much. You're all good. And we're like, oh, shit. So the next thing you know, we're driving back home. Pete and I are again dirty, muddy, bloody, sweaty, like high-fiving that we just had this amazing adventure over the last hour and a half. You know, it's 1 or one thirty in the morning now. And we think we've gotten out of it scot-free. <laughs> Oh man, thinking that, and we go home and we watch the movie, we hang out, we have bro time and I go to bed and, it, and you know, of course my mom comes in to wake me up at like 10.30 a.m., you know, that Saturday morning and she's like, um, as soon as she came in on, you know, woke me up, I was like, oh God, here it goes. She's like, um, sweetheart, this is like, so my mom, 
sweetheart, I just got off the phone with some woman who was extremely angry and was saying that my two sons vandalized her property and, you know, ruined this and did that and all this stuff because of their hatred for her black son and all this stuff and you know, but I, but I, I, I rest assured, I told her, not my sons. I would never raise children to blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, oh gosh, mom, I'm sorry. Like the racism part, absolutely not true. I'm sorry. But uh, yes, I did do all of what she just said. And uh, <laughs> my mom was, uh, you know, just the, the look of uh, displeasement on her face was, is that a word? Displeasement? displeasure displeasure uh and displeasement if that's not a word it is now you heard it here first she was so so unhappy (laughs) bless my mom she really did think that i was uh could do no harm and that's how how good of a uh a mom a mama's boy i had been up till that point um for what she never found out about so anyways i ended up going back and uh that that woman never, never got any happier. She, she was really stuck to her story that I was, you know, a racist and, uh, did it out of, you know, spite for her child. But I was as nice as I could be. And I re-landscaped her berm and resodded her lawn. And they ultimately, I mean, this berm wasn't even like, there's nothing on the berm. It just was like, you know, more or less weeds and, you know, I don't know pine needles coming down from the, like there's nothing there, but she had me actually go to the landscape place and buy, you know, several things of like sod, like grass. Right. So I laid them down and I told them like, Hey, listen, they told me I need to water this twice a day for two weeks. I'm more than happy to come across, you know, come here every single day. I'll bring my own water and I will water these little things. But it was like literally like two perfect patches of grass, like, three by fives (laughs) laying on this side of berm. It was like even more obvious that something had happened there. She's like, nope, no, I don't want you. No, I will do it. And sure enough, that grass, because this was in like the middle of the summertime, that grass died within a week or two. And every single time I drove by there, for years, that dead grass was there. (laughs) It was such a good memory of this this, uh, Dukes of Hazard moment gone wrong with my older bro and uh we we often refer to that as the berm story but there you have it 18 minutes of pure stupidity from johnny king uh and peter king and so thanks for tuning in if you like those i i could tell you stupid ass stories for uh a long long time but anyways Appreciate you. Hope you're doing well. Make it a great day. Talk to you. Bye. And that's our show for today. I want to thank you so much for listening. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, I'd be honored if you'd share it on your favorite social platform. It also really helps to get the word out if you subscribe and leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Something you think we could be doing better? I love constructive feedback as it's always welcome. And please feel free to email me at podcast at johnnyking.com with any questions or concerns. I'm also available on Instagram at johnnyking or on Facebook 
facebook.com backslash Johnny King men's coach. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been awesome. And we'll catch up with you next time. Peace. Peace.